Unarmored Talk podcast, episode 16. He pointed a gun at my head, the outcome. With today's guest, Monty Hay, United States Marine Corps, retired. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unarmored Talk podcast, where we will have real life conversations that helps you gain an accurate way of thinking. And the way we're going to do this is by gaining a better understanding of how feelings, emotions and thoughts can influence the outcome of a personal or professional challenge. I'm your host, Mario P. Fields, and today's guest is Monty Hay, Monty the Motivator Hay. He is a United States Marine, retired. He did about, I think he did about 50 years. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur. He's an executive um, in, 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 I want to say, sales, right? But uh, bottom line, I'll let Monty the Motivator um, introduce himself to you listeners and viewers. Welcome, Monty. Hey, blessed to you, my brother Mario. And I, I, I thank you for letting me get on here because I've seen all the other episodes and they've been dynamic, you know. So for those that's watching, go back and watch the other episodes. And I just appreciate you being the person that you are, you know, and just delivering the mail, what I say every single day, you know. Uh, a little bit about me, you know, I'm retired Marine, 26 years in the Marine Corps. You probably see in the background, um, my wife, Kiyomi, you can't see the other picture. Got a baby boy, Micah, who is two years old, going on 22 years old. I'm almost 48. My birthday is on the 18th, you know, so I got a late start, but I got to start. And I came into the Marine Corps in 91, just making sure that I take care of my mom. I had two other brothers, one retired Navy chief. One was actually killed on a train accident on the Marine Corps birthday in 2004. So I came in, I did my time, you know, I retired, you know, and over here in Fort Worth, Texas, Loving life to the max, you know, and just doing my best to bring out the absolute best in Nelson, my brother. No, thanks. And we're blessed and, and, and honored to have you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, also forgot to let everyone know that he's also a consultant for Global Inspirational Speakers. So he is uh, not just a professional externally, uh, but we also have a professional relationship internally. So, again, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, let's, you know how we do it, Unarmored Talk. Let's jump right into the topic. So it is 1996, I want to say, you're a corporal in the United States Marines, you're home on leave and you know, trying to enjoy some, some quality time with family and friends. You go out for a nice evening at a local club, as you know, a lot of us do in 23. And then you find yourself unexpectedly in a life or death situation when some stranger put a gun to your head with his finger on the trigger. Talk, talk to us, talk to us about how did that, how did we get to that point? How did this happen? Um, I'm gonna take you back to that moment, Mario, yeah. uh, because I mean, it's, it's so vivid. I can still see it to this day. Mm. Um, going back in, in 1996, you know, I came, I was over in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, came down for the weekend, spent time with my family, spent time with my friends. Went out to what we call the country. I'm from a small town, you know, Williston, South Carolina. Went out to the country, you know, spent time with my family and friends. And, and there were some people in the yard. In the yard, they're saying that if something goes down in the club, we got your back. And I'm like, well, me and my brother, we never got any trouble. We right. don't look for trouble. So we're not going to, you know, go and look for anything. So lo and behold, we got out there in the club. The club was called the Cadillac Ranch, <laughs> believe it or not. Called the Cadillac Ranch. Went out there. They were throwing bottles in the club. You know, and I said, bro, I said, man, we got to go. Then I had then my girlfriend and him. He had his girlfriend. So we walked out the club, walked out a little bit, saw him in my peripheral. I'm looking over here, walked out a little bit, saw my peripheral. 
Then mm. I walked again. I didn't see him. Someone hit him with a nine millimeter. I saw it. Blood gushing out the side of his face. I'm like, oh, no. i like, no, that's it. That's my brother. I don't care who it is. Right. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to defend my brother. You know, so he was end up fighting on one side. I end up fighting on the other side. Look around. And I saw all those other people that said it was going to be there for us in the morning. But then I looked around and there was nowhere to be found. So just me, my brother, and it turned out to be a game. So I remember this. It was a guy. I, it was a white SUV. I kept ramming his head in the SUV. Right. Ramming his head in the SUV. And the next thing I know, I got hit in my back. got hit in my head. I stood up. Cold steel right here. I could still see it. I said, bro, well, I'm looking like, like I'm looking at you. I said, bro, what are you going to do? Pull the trigger. And it wasn't really being sarcastic. It, it was like it was just a calmness. And at that moment, I knew that that was a life or death situation because he could have blew my head right off right then and there. So um, I didn't freeze. You know, I said to myself, I just need to make sure that I'm, if I go, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for my brother. That was it there. You know, and lo and behold, you know, I, I'm here today to tell the story. Yeah. Wow. Let's 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 dig deeper into that. You know, Monty, what a you know, what a, a, a situation that hopefully we all hope that we're not ever put in. But quite frankly, I believe there's a lot of young you know, people in general that that find themselves in in life or death situations like like you. Um, but I'm, I'm I believe you were angry. Um, or what, what type of emotions? I mean, because I know if you're fighting, you got some anger in there. But but talk to us about what emotions were you feeling from the time you see your brother get hit with the nine millimeter, you know, until the time now you are faced with a decision, right, to behave in a certain way. Talk to us about the, the, your emotions. Coming out there, as soon as my, I'm, I'm going to talk about a few emotions. Yeah. Coming out the club. My brother got hit. I mean, I was angry, you know, because I, that never happened before. Right. Me and my brother used to fight, but I like, if somebody messed with you, I got your back. So when I saw that, I like immediately, I was like, no hesitation. I went over there, pulled some people off. So I was, I was very angry, you know, and, and it was like rage. And I'm like, why us? We never, we didn't mm -hmm. go out there looking for anyone. We didn't go out there looking for trouble. So why us? So I was I was kind of confused. I was angry, but I was confused. Like, man, is this is this wrong place, wrong time? Turned out to be, you know, they thought it was a mistaken identity. They thought okay. my brother was somebody else, you know. So and, and in that moment, I like when the guy put the nine millimeter. I'm like, what am I going to do? I said, if if this is it, God, you know, if you spare my life, I want to make sure that I do things the right way. I know my purpose. I know there's a reason for me to be here. So if you spec, so it was, it was kind of like divine. It was divine intervention that, that God didn't pull. He called me some names or whatever it is, but you know, he called me like a P. I don't know if I could be graphic in here, but he called me a P U whatever, you know, and then he went away, you know, and then I went out there, my brother, he, he sped off. I don't know where he went, but you know, I'm, I'm here to, like I said before, to tell the story. So it, it was anger. It was rage. But then when the, it was pointed here, I could still feel it. It was calmness because even if I go, because up until that point, I was preparing myself to go, to go with the father. Right. So even if I go, I know I'm going to be with him and I'm going out the right way because I'm going out, making sure that my brother was safe. You know, that's interesting how you, know, you could have emotionally reacted. 
you, you know, you're already angry, right? You're already uh, you know, putting somebody in, the, in some, some steel right on a vehicle. I don't know if it was still fiberglass, but the bottom line, <laughs> is, you, you know, you were, you, you were protecting your brother and defending yourself. You know, but what's interesting is you, you could have reacted angry when you stood up and you had that, you know, nine millimeter pistol to your head. You could have out of rage punched him, you know, whatever, and not even thought, thought about what you just articulated. And, and, that, and I like how you how you included your faith in your thought process during this life or death situation, um, you, you know. And, and, and how you you had a calmness brought to you in the midst of a crisis uh, because of, of your faith. You know, look, looking back on that situation, how do you believe you would have reacted if you didn't have any faith? Talk to it. Wow. What, do you, what, do you, what do you imagine your behavior would have been in your thought process if you had no faith? Wow. Uh, and I'm just going to talk about this, you know, just watching, you know, life, you know, I was 23, you know, I was a corporate in the Marine Corps, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I've seen a lot of these situations play out, whether it's movies or TV, when someone, you know, does the wrong thing. So I said, well, I want to be calm. So I now to this day, I'm like, I wonder what would have happened if I would have grabbed a gun? Mm. What would have happened if I would have flinched? What would have happened if I got if I just ran away, I was ran scared. And, you know, I'm like, I'm never scared. You know, I'm, I'm going to look at death in the eyes. And I'm like, what? I didn't have a family. I wasn't married at the time. You know, Michael wasn't born. Kiyomi wasn't born. So I said to myself, I just need to make sure that I just go out there and just be calm. You know, because if, if I would have just flinched the wrong way, my head, I mean, uh, you, I, I know for a fact you wouldn't even be talking to me right now right. because my head would have got blown off, you know, but it was it was it was nothing but God. It was nothing but God because I've never been in a situation like that before in my entire life, you know, where my, my life and my death and my future, every single thing that I want to do in my life could be gone away. Right. Just like that. All the and I'm thinking all the people that I met since I was 23 years old. I would have never had that chance if I didn't stand my ground, if I didn't stay calm. Wow. And, and how did how do how do you believe that that situation changed the, the you know, the now almost 38 Monty? Because <laughs> you look 38. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank hope, you. There's hope for me. But how, how do you <laughs> you know, how, so how do you believe that particular situation changed the man we see today? It's, if I could pick one pivotal point in my life yeah. that changed, it's, it's that one. Because that's when I found my purpose. Mm. And ever since, and I know we talk about this all the time, you know, my purpose is to help bring out the apps now, like God. The reason why he didn't pull the trigger is, is something that you got, something you want me to do. Right. I don't know what it is. And then it came to me, help others, just help others. Come back to the hometown. There's still black on black crime that's going on in my hometown right. and, it, and it's scary and it, and, it, and, it, and it hurts me, you know, and it's the reason why I wear blue because I'm a blue devil. That's what I put. I was purposeful when I put this on. And so I said to myself, what would I've missed out? You know, and, and at the end of my days, you know, I just want to make sure that I walk in that purpose because God, I, I, I know for a fact, my brother, God put me here to help bring out the absolute best. It's like a no doubt. 
It's a no doubt in my mind. God put me here to help bring out the absolute best in others and to help take them to whatever level they want to get to in their life. So it's just purpose. You know, and ever since that day, that was a that was a summer of 1996. Right. You know, it was a, actually it was August. It was August of 1996. And ever since that day, I've been walking in that same purpose. Wow. You know, and, and that's, uh, you know, that is interesting how a life or death situation resulted in your purposeful life. <laughs> you know, that is, uh, that's interesting, you know, where it took a life or death situation to make you go, now nah, I know I was born. Um, any, any PTSD, I mean, that's a traumatic event, you know, and, and that's, you know, a lot of people think, I believe a lot of people believe that, you know, PTSD is majority military or combat, but it's, it, you know, it, it doesn't discriminate. It's any human being, right? So any, any issues, post issues uh, with depression or doubt, um, you know, I know we like to reflect on the past, not living it, but how about for you? What's the impact um, on you emotionally? Hurt. Hurt because I was in that situation. 1996, the one guy who, who said that, you know, that, that he had, a, it was other, one other guy, mm. but he ended up getting killed in gun violence a month later. Mm. And, and, his, and, his, and his son, you know, was born 23 years after that, he got killed. And so you think, this was 1996, two years ago, his son, so it's still going and it hurts me because I was just on a video and I just saw someone saying, well, people that, you know, the young kids growing up in the hometown, they still they're in jail for murder. I'm like, this is still going. So right. it always comes back. So we said PTSD. It always every time I, I see something in my hometown or I see something on the news, I'm like, it takes me all the way back and say, OK, Monty, you got to do more to help bring out the best. And God says you are here for a reason. Get your butt back into your hometown, reach back out to your hometown and help create change. So that's why I, I do what I do. But to answer your question, the PTSD, yeah, it, it, it hurts me. It hurts because I go through it every single day of my life wow. but because it's a blessing at the same time. We talk about blessings right. because I go through it. It's a blessing to be able to fulfill my purpose, to help bring out the best in others. You know, and I would have never... I never imagined or thought about the triggers, you know, for someone like you that has gone through this this scenario. I mean, and, and you watch the news or the reports, there's always some type of um, some type of uh, situations that involve weapons um, around the world. But I would have never imagined that that's a trigger for you forever. And 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 I love how you you don't emotionally you know, react to, you're aware of your emotions. Like you say, you're hurt. I, I believe some sadness. Um, but you, you, you take that to put effort towards making a positive change in a reduced, you know, violence, uh, even with the weapon. I appreciate that. Um, as you, as you look back, as you look back on the events that head up, the, the events before that evening, uh, during that evening, and then after that evening, what advice would you give our listeners and viewers today um, in, in, if, if they ever found themselves in, in that situation? The, the advice I give you users is make sure your home is good. You know, everything starts at home. 
start out because those I can't I can't blame that. I mean, he's not he was 19. Right. But there was something that happened along the way, maybe something that happened in the house when he was two, like Micah's age two or three or four or five and surround himself because I believe Bishop T.D. Jake said this, if they can't see me, they can't be me. Mm. So if, if they only see negativity, if they only see gangs, they only see violence, that's what they're going to be attracted to. So the advice I have is for mothers, fathers, whoever, teach your kids to, to focus on, raise them up, it's biblical, raise them up the right way because sooner or later we got to let them go. And because we got to let them go, we can let them go with confidence, knowing that we instilled every single thing inside of them. So that way they can be strong men and women, you know, in this world. So because like I said before, we only got, you know, we only got one shot. I know I didn't say it, but I'm going to say it now. We only got one shot. If I can raise my son up, I got to make sure I raise him up the right way, because sooner or later, he's got to go and leave the nest. And I want to make sure that I do my part. And for the viewers, and just make sure that you do your part, you know, to, to help change the youth, to bring more positivity into the world. Yeah, well, I tell you, Monty, if, if I and I hope and pray that I am never in that situation. Um, but listening and learning from you in this this uh, episode really helped me understand that if I find myself in that position, situation where I'm, you know, in, in out having fun and now there's a, you know, there's a weapon placed on my head to think, you know, to think, to be aware of my emotions and to think through my, my behavior, my reaction. And for, you know, for me, I'm a Christian, you know, I, when I, I don't say I'm a Christian, I behave in a way that's God-like is I try to anyway. And I bring that up is because you, you taught me and I hope, hope, hopefully the listeners and viewers understand that faith actually can play a big part in your thought process and can increase the uh, potential outcomes. Monty, how can the listeners and viewers find you? Well, they can find me in multiple places. Uh, of course, Facebook. They can find me, Monty Hay, on Facebook, you know, Instagram. They can find Monty Hay, the motivator, YouTube. I got a YouTube channel, Monty Hay, the motivator, you know, but I'm over here in Fort Worth, Texas. So for those that are in Fort Worth, you know, you know who you are. You can come and see me too. You know, I know we got social distancing and those types of things, but those are the three primary places Facebook. Instagram, and also on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard from Monty, the motivator. Hey, and for Unarmored Talk podcast, you can watch this episode on my YouTube channel. All you have to do is put in the search engine, Mario P. Fields YouTube, and you can check it out, watch it live. You can also download it on audio through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Again, leave us a rating and review. Even if it's a one star, help us get better. But until next time, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to Unarmored Talk podcast. Subscribe at www.unarmoredtalk.com to receive information on the release of upcoming episodes. Unarmored Talk podcast is sponsored by Global Inspirational Speakers, LLC, a inspirational speakers bureau that connects inspirational speakers to the world.